Um, okay, this is the uh, intro for the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Silver Screen Fiends podcast. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm Blake. Or Dave. That's true. Actually, I'm Sarah. Um, we, yeah. <laughs> before we started recording, I, w- I got very curious because uh, Blake made a joke about uh, AI podcasts being written. And I put in uh, the Silver Screen Fiends podcast talks about Shrek. And the beginning was kind of promising because it was like, hey, guys, welcome <laughs> back to the Silver Screen Fiends podcast. So I'm like, oh, my God, does I have enough data to know who we are? And it said, I'm your host, Sarah, and this is my co-host, Dave. <laughs> and I'm like, well, kind of if you think about it, like, obviously, Sarah and Sam are not the same, but like, suh. Suh, and then like, yeah, it's on Dave, the right track. Dave Blake, like, it's it's not there, but it's it's worth it's getting there. But <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll work we'll work on that. Um, anyway, so we are back with uh, an episode that's going to talk about all these danged Oscar results. You know, because we we did we did sit through that, and we, we, and did. we did and we did a little bit of live tweeting, which uh, honestly is. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite parts of doing any of this is just unleashing oh, yeah. unleashing chaos on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's the main reason I even watch the ceremony live instead of just waiting till the next morning. Yeah. It's just it, too fun. Yeah. It's the most fun time to be on like film Twitter. Mm-hmm. And although there was no slap this year, we certainly mm-hmm. got enough material to be entertained by. <laughs> but prior to that, uh, Blake, have you watched anything good recently? I have. I went and I saw the new Scream. Scream mm-hmm. 6. Me too. It was very good. I don't want to, I'm not going to, I won't spoil it at all because it's still new, but I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It might be one of my favorite Scream movies, personally. Oh, no shit. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I uh, I wrote like a whole thing on Letterbox about it. Um, because <laughs> I mean, you see the size of my beard. Anyway, uh, it it was honestly it was surprising because you know with Nev Campbell not being in it, I was uh wondering what they were gonna do. But obviously, like ever since even the fifth one, they were kind of pushing aside uh the old yeah. cast. So it worked, and it was fucking nice and gory and um. Yeah, overall it was really cool, but we'll do a whole episode on that. Yeah, I don't want to get too much yeah. into it right now, but it was great. But yeah, like given what they were working with, it was pretty fantastic. So Definitely. I'm very happy about that. I'm trying to think of what else I've watched. I've mostly been catching up on shows and stuff. I mean, there's yeah, so me much too. there's so much shit going on this season that I'm just Yeah, like, Last of Us just ended. That was great. Yeah. Uh, now Mandalorian's on, which is one of my favorite shows, so I'm just like watching that. Yeah, me too. And I'll say this as someone who has actually only played about an hour of the first Last of Us. Um that finale of season one uh was pretty fucking insane because I, I like I said I didn't know what happens in the game. Yeah, I have played zero minutes of the game, so I, yeah. I didn't I went into the whole show real not really knowing much. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. It was great. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And I know they're going to split part two into several seasons, which I think is probably for the best because I would rather them take their time 
and flesh stuff out. I mean, I don't know how long. I assume part two is longer than one because they had like yeah, I have no idea. 13 years to work on it. But yeah, I am just excited to see what they do next. I, I think it's going to be really, really good. Yeah, big. it's a big show too. So you, it's like exciting it's one of their biggest shows in a while that's not game of thrones related right that that doesn't have like the mark of martin <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> true true uh yeah i'm trying to think other than that yeah like i said i've just been watching shows and stuff so um there is a uh, one bit of news that was uh interesting today they just announced that uh jordan peele's fourth movie will be dropping uh was it christmas 2024 yeah 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 obviously well over a year yeah yeah no details on anything but uh all we could do is speculate Mm -hmm. i have no idea what the fuck it would be about what do you think it would be about i think it's gonna be called yep and and, uh i don't i don't know what it's about but i think that's what he should call it i think he should do a standalone gordy the chimp movie (laughs) that would be sick i would love that because honestly that was probably my favorite part about no yeah <laughs> it, was, it was it was so fucking brutal yeah like, that would be awesome and he's never done like a sequel so who knows if he ever will but if he does that is what i would like to see i'm sure for the right amount of money he would do one but yeah yeah but <laughs> but we'll see we'll see gordy's not off the table we we might get a gordy movie. not <laughs> yeah shit all right so we're gonna just dive right into the oscars so the Oscars, um, baby. The Oscars, which was hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Um, this was a very interesting choice because uh, I know he has grown to be a little bit divisive in latter mm-hmm. years. I personally have never really had a problem with Kimmel. I always thought, like, he was, as far as, like, all the late night hosts, like, he was fine. Uh-huh. But I... Yeah. I but especially like around Oscars time, I saw so many people just like completely uh, bashing him. I was just like, you know what? I think he did um, a fine enough job for a man who was going to have so many eyeballs on him. Uh, uh-huh. I will say that he, <laughs> I thought he was going to maybe just make, that one because in the opening of the show he has like that whole monologue and i thought he was just gonna do like the one reference to the slap but then <laughs> every talking segment is basically dedicated to jabbing the whole smith and rock situation yeah so i i thought he was great i i think he's like exactly what the oscars need where like he's not too you know he's not too edgy or anything he's a pretty pretty uh down the middle comedian you know what i mean like he's pretty safe he's a safe comedian in many ways like he's he's on top of his pop culture references and like i wouldn't mind if he's like the standing host from now on you know i thought i think he did a pretty good job yeah i yeah i I think he's enough of like a middle lane choice that that could appeal to like many different crowds yeah I, i will say one of my favorite parts about the show is after like the I forget which exactly like which category it came after, but like halfway through the show, he just comes back out on stage and he looks fucking trashed. It's 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 hysterical. <laughs> like I could hear him fucking up words, and I mean he pulled it together. Like he 
was able to be coherent, but I like I could just tell. I was like, I was like, they, <laughs> did they feed you a quaalude backstage or maybe? What do you what do you do? But um, anyway, yeah. So Kimmel, Kimmel, yeah, honestly did a pretty good job. Uh, everything yeah. considered, um, one like I would be fine if like they, you know, how, like every uh, New Year's now it's always Ryan Seacrest. Like I would be fine if Kimmel was just permanently the host of the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, they, the Oscars have had a history of just keeping hosts. Like, fucking Bob Hope was the host of the Oscars for, like, I think 30 years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it, it might just make more sense to remain consistent. Yeah. As long as he doesn't get canceled. <laughs> we can only fucking hope because yeah. I feel <laughs> like knows? everywhere you turn these days, someone's just doing yeah. something really bad. Um, yeah, but uh, so far he's safe. Right. Uh, I I will say off the bat that uh, one thing I really enjoyed about this year's Oscars is how well and quickly things flowed. You yeah, know, like, I like me and Chelsea were talking about that after we watched it, and like this year there was no long super long speeches. Like not really many people got cut off. Like the show went fast, which was nice. Yeah, you know a lot of people complain about how long it is, myself included, and. I feel like they time wise, it was pretty good this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I uh, I absolutely enjoy that. I hope moving forward they just keep that format. Like yeah. we we don't we don't need anything long winded or stupid. Like just give me the main categories and just make it speedy. You you could throw in as many fucking cheesy segments as you want, just as long as like it's moving along. Yeah. Um, they didn't do any like skits or anything. It was kind of just like Kimmel would come out and make a couple jokes, and like that was it. That's all you need. I'm not watching it for that. <laughs> right. I just want to see Kimmel come out with uh, Jenny the donkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's all I want. Which which it was confirmed. It was not the actual donkey. It was a uh, wow. It was it was some some random. Yeah. They just went on the street and got got one. I guess <laughs> it um, was the donkey from Shrek. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to update the uh the chat GPT <laughs> to to reflect that. So yeah, um we'll just kind of go down a list here of uh uh each category and who won. Um a pretty cool one was uh actor in a leading role and Brendan Fraser took that. Um yep. and uh I was I was almost playing a game with myself of who is going to cry more during the the ceremony? <laughs> no, nah, but he's like, man, that dude is a fucking sweetheart. And I'm really glad yeah. he won. Um, I have not seen The Whale. I've I've seen like a clip or two. I, I could definitely believe it was well-earned. But um, something interesting I noticed about this year in particular. Because there's been years in the past where... It feels like Oscars are mostly given out just like based on like career and and impact in Hollywood. Like it happened with Al Pacino and Son of a Woman. It happened with DiCaprio and um, The Revenant. I think there was there was one this year that I felt that way about. Well, not well, this one. But. I mean, there was there were uh, well there was multiple this year, and the, and I would love to preface this by saying. This does not reflect my views on these people, like as people or actors. Um, it's just the same case of like DiCaprio winning for The Revenant. It's like 
was the Revenant really the one he should have won for? Right. Probably not. But has he had a tremendous career and he deserves an Oscar? Yes. I mm-hmm. like that. And the same shit, like, you know, be, before the fucking slap, like Will Smith uh, winning for King Richard. It's like, right. you know, it, it's no, that was not really the role he should have won. For, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, so Frazier winning, though, like was very heartwarming it was it was nice to see him get his dues i know uh people were expecting like maybe butler to win but Mm -hmm. you know and uh actually i don't even think yeah no elvis i don't think got anything right no no i mean like just as an overall show one of my biggest complaints was it felt like two or three movies won everything which was just kind of like boring to watch but that's just my own personal complaint. I hate when it's like one or two movies just like kind of sweeps the whole thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to argue with Brendan Fraser winning. Personally, I, I was hoping for um, Austin Butler, but that might just be because I, I did not see the whale. So I, I can't really judge it based on that. And I saw Elvis. So, um, and those were the only two movies in this category that I did see before the show. So, you know, um, but yeah, I think, I think it's great that he won. I, I've seen clips from, from the whale and I do want to watch it. It looks good. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see like the Brendan Fraser come back. Yeah. The Renaissance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we living in it, baby. So yeah, that was for actor in a leading role. Uh, now we have actor in a supporting role, which Another is our, which is our boy Quan. And, yeah. yeah. Oh man. That was like. That I like almost teared up at that. He he was he's like such a sweetie. Like they're both, those two are both fucking sweethearts. And, yeah. and what's and it's hysterical. It was a heartwarming show this year. It really was, and, and it's hysterical to think that two men who starred in Encino Man now have Oscars. <laughs> um, they both also have like somewhat similar stories in a way. Like they both were really popular at one time and kind of like disappeared and now this was like their big like comeback year so it was like two kind of parallel stories that it was nice to see both of them win yeah yeah and uh and definitely well deserved i think kwan probably was the one who deserved this oscar the most for everything everywhere i think yeah i agree and 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 which segues nicely into our next category which is actress in a leading role which went to michelle yao um which of course don't get me wrong like she she's been great in a lot of shit. I know she was a star in Hong Kong cinema back in the day, uh, and her performance in this movie was no exception. However, I just do feel like there was a a bit more of sincerity in Quan's role only because of his placement as that as that like conflicted character in the story. It's mm-hmm. like Michelle obviously did a phenomenal job and there was a lot of emotional value between her and the other uh cast members but yeah it just it just felt like Quan like truly truly had deserved that win so but mm-hmm. of course I was happy to see Michelle win this as well yeah. I my my follow up would have been Kate Blanchett of course cuz Tar was absolutely amazing and mm-hmm. I am also surprised it didn't win anything but you know yeah. it, it, but but like I said, Michelle, I'm psyched that she won this, and I loved everything everywhere. So, um, but yeah, no, it's kind of like what you said earlier. 
even though I I appreciate that the these films are now like being like between this and like like when Parasite sweeped everything, like it's nice to see that we're you know recognizing more avant-garde films or more foreign films, but now yeah, it's kind of like you kind of want to see maybe a little more variety, but um at the end of the day it was it was cool to see a movie that doesn't hold to like the stereotypical oscar um, yeah like at the end of the day the truth is like as much as i didn't love everything ever all at once i liked it i thought it was good like but i didn't think it was like the big oscar sweeping movie but whatever in general a lot of people really love that movie and i feel like for so many years everybody has been complaining how the movies that people actually like are never even nominated for an oscar so it's like nice to see a movie that people actually care about and like connect with actually being nominated and winning so many things even if personally it wasn't one that like i connected with it's still like you can see the step in the right direction which i felt that way with all of like the best picture nominees this year there were a lot more that like people actually were going to the theaters to see this year <laughs> Yeah. Where sometimes you look at the best picture list and it's like I've never heard of any of these. Right. It's yeah. So yeah, I definitely um I definitely really enjoy that there's recognition for a film like this and I think in the future it's it'll probably get even fucking wackier. Uh yeah, definitely. But yeah, I that so that was for uh actress in a leading role. Uh, actress in supporting role, speaking of everything everywhere, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, which, <laughs> again, I did not really think she deserved for this role. Yeah, I but, think her winning for this movie is ridiculous. Yeah, because, again, it it was more like, a, okay, we owe you your dues. You know, here here's the Oscar. Um, and, obviously, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, but, yeah, no. That's right, yeah. Just the fact is, like, yeah. she... Like I don't really think the uh hot hot dog finger love interest was going to uh win this. Like it, it, it's yeah. I I just I, I hate the whole like legacy award thing. Like to me, it's just I don't know. It's it's so like self indulgent for mm -hmm. the shows. You know what I mean? Like if we're because it, it you know what it is it breaks the um like fourth wall of like pretending that these like awards really go to the movies that are the best of the best in that category. And it's yeah. like, that kind of like is a pretty clear showing that it's really like political and that kind of like sucks, you know, <laughs> you, you want to believe that they're really awarding what they think is the best. And it's like, nobody thought that this was the best performance out of all of these actresses that were nominated. Yeah. Cause uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised Carrie Condon didn't win because Banshees what and that's another film that didn't win any of its categories, which yeah, I really thought it should have, but you know, it is what it is. But, uh, cause her performance in that was phenomenal, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it is what it is. Like it, it's, yeah. Jamie was going to most likely take this and she did. So yeah, it's just a little reminder, like, by the way, these award shows are all political. Don't forget that. Right, of course. Um, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, I'm not, you know. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. But in but in an uh, opposite example of that, 
Disney, for the first time in I don't even know how long, did not take an Oscar yeah, for I Best know. Animated Feature Film. And it rightfully went to Del Toro's Pinocchio, which I yeah. am so fucking excited about because mm-hmm. it deserves it. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have been saying for a while that like Disney is kind of like on the downward trend with animated movies. And this was like very much a, a showing of that. Like the best they had to offer was Turning Red, which I did not see, but I saw it got like mixed reviews, which is pretty unusual for Disney animated movies. Whereas like. Pinocchio, everybody loved it. I don't know who didn't like that, you know? Right. And, and like, just just from the sheer impressive technical nature of Pinocchio alone, like, forget that it's Guillermo del Toro. Forget that it's a Pinocchio story. The fact that it was a... It, and it's a feature-length film. It's like a two-hour movie, and it stopped. Yeah, it's long. It's, yeah. like, it's like that alone kind of merits it. it. Like, it brings it into the conversation, and um, just coupled with the fact that uh, the story, although told traditionally, offered a lot of differences in kind of like a dark nature, but also tied it to the whimsical nature of the Pinocchio character, which like made it such a great fucking like combination for like a tour de force for it to be uh, actually winning this category. So, yeah. You know, and I, like I'm you said, it was just such a technical achievement that it's like, how could it not? Right, this, you know, right. I mean, just seeing Del Toro up there get that award, I was like, that's some king shit. Like, that's he, <laughs> like, that's a man who deserves it. That is a man who yeah. just loves film inside and out. And yeah, I'm glad to just keep seeing him work. The I just it's hope, impossible not to love him. I know. I just hope moving forward, man, like, I don't know what it is. Like, for as much good as Del Toro puts out into this world there's so many projects he's wanted to do that are just cursed to never happen please let the man do a lovecraft movie it's all he wants i know well that and i found out so um i don't know if we spoke about this at all recently but this year i finally after putting it off for so long finished the anime monster uh which is i haven't heard of it yeah, it it is uh one of the darkest, most captivating stories I've ever seen, transcending like anime, like even mm-hmm. just in in fiction or nonfiction. It is it is a fantastic story and is now like probably my favorite anime of all time. But I found out that Del Toro many many years ago wanted to adapt the manga into a live action story and. He was going to helm the whole production, and it was going to be something that actually would have worked 100% as live action. Because you hear anime live action adaptation, and 99.9% of the time, it fucking sucks eggs. But (laughs) Monster is a story that can work because there's no fantastical elements. It's about the darkness of people and humanity. Mm -hmm. So. I think you could really pull it off, but yeah, like that, he, that, I think he announced that like 15 years ago, um, that, and like so many other things he's wanted to do. I'm like, Hollywood, please give this man yeah. an unlimited cash flow and let him do what he <laughs> wants. Cause he will make gold. Well, it's like, how many Oscars does he have to win before the studios just like let him make movies? Dude, right? Like, come on. <laughs> like, 
if we're gonna let him win for the fish fucking movie, like please, just he, what more does he need to do? <laughs> right, what more? <laughs> he doesn't need to prove anything else. Yeah, he's made three movies in the past couple of years, and they've all at least been nominated for an Oscar. Right. Yeah, like he, like he has stood the test of time. So yeah, but yeah, just let the man make his anime movies and his Lovecraft movies. Right. But yeah, uh, totally psyched that Pinocchio one. Uh, yeah. I was very, very happy about that. Um, so now we move on to cinematography, which to nobody's surprise, the war movie won. Because if yeah, there is a war what, movie... It's going it's to keep winning. Yep. If there is a war movie on an Oscar <laughs> ballot for cinematography, it's winning every time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And which... that movie wasn't bad or anything. Like, I didn't dislike it. I don't know if you, you watched it, but um, it did have great cinematography. It's just... Oh yeah, the no, war no. movies. I'm sick of the war movies. Right, no doubt. Like I, I personally have not seen All Quiet on the Western Front, but I know, like it, it. I've seen shots of it. I know it definitely, like, I guess it did earn that. But it's, it's, it's kind of like what you were saying earlier about, you know, certain categories, like certain movies sweeping. It's kind of just like I feel the same way about cine- cinematography. It's like yeah. sometimes it's like I'm more technically impressed by people who don't have a mountain of resources rather, exactly, rather yeah. than the people who are like sitting there uh, like in a huge production and you know what the deal is. So, but right. Like, I, I don't think all quiet on the Western front was a technical achievement in cinematography. It's just like, it's a war movie. Right. <laughs> Right, but you know what? Like, I I would still like to watch the movie, and I'll base. My it is a good. It's a good movie. That. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. Yeah. It's just you know it, I think it won way too many Oscars. Yeah, but let's see. We got costume design now, which went to Black Panther. Uh, and I actually maybe thought Elvis could have won. Yeah, this. I, thought, I thought Elvis should have won this Black Panther. I don't know why that that won. First of all, half the movie CGI, but right, yeah. It's like I don't know. I just because I, I watching Black Panther, I wasn't like impressed by the costumes necessarily. Like it's super, it's a superhero movie, you know. It's yeah, it's got cool costumes, but like I don't know. I was more impressed with a lot of the other movies on the on the um in the category, but I would have given it to Elvis if it was up to me. I guess they needed a win for Disney somewhere. So, yeah. Like, All right, just give it to Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. <laughs> no one's going to contest that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, now we have directing, which went to Everything Everywhere All at Once. And the the Daniels uh, gave um, pretty interesting speeches about uh, their life and their career. And uh, I... Didn't resonate with it at all, but I, I, uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I, no, it, it, it was, it was cool to see this because, like, you know, I don't like really anyone knew anything about the directing mm-hmm. duo, so it's, it's always nice to see, uh, a movie that just like stands out so far from the crowd that you think somebody of namesake has to be attached to it, and it's just like. Nah, it's just like two dudes who are super inspired to make a movie. What what is it? I think they were influenced by the Matrix, right? So they were just yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, we've seen the Matrix were, and a bunch of shit. Like we just wanted to make this movie. Yeah, so. I know they were. They directed a lot of music videos before. Um, so like I don't I don't know if they have other movies, but this is like their obviously their big breakout movie. Which yeah, it's like I saw a lot of people saying that like Spielberg should have won, and like Spielberg's one of my favorite directors of all time, but. I think it's I'd rather see like young 
directors, young up and coming directors winning. Spielberg doesn't need another Oscar. <laughs> and I didn't see no. the Fablemans. And I also like gun to my head. I couldn't tell you what, like is how to judge the directing category, but you know, yeah, it's nice to see like young directors winning. Oh, so fun fact, <laughs> the Daniels actually did the video for turn down for what? Yeah. That I didn't know. I knew it was a hip hop song. I just didn't know which track it was. That's fucking yeah. great. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I did like Swiss Army Man. So like it, it was. Oh yeah, that's them too, right? Yeah. So, which yeah. I didn't just realize till now, but it was uh something that it like weirdly falls in the line with their directorial style. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they do. I, I mean, now that they have all these wins, like they'll definitely be around yeah. Hollywood a lot more. I think I just read that they're directing like an episode of a star Wars show. Yeah. Or something. Um, what's it called? Skeleton crew. Yeah. They're going to direct an episode of that, but yeah. I'm sure whatever movie they do next is going to be like a all eyes on them kind of thing. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they follow it up. Yeah. So Daniels, if you're listening, don't change your name because it's hysterical that you both are Daniels. And <laughs> Don't break not, up. It's not your last name. It's your first name. But anyway, so yeah, that was for directing. Uh, now we have documentary feature film, which is the one everyone's been waiting for. Uh, I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> which went to n- Naval Knee. Uh, but okay. I haven't seen any of these. I would have bet on Fire of Love because that was a dope name. But I, <laughs> fuck if I know. It was about two volcanoes falling in love. Yeah. But, but yeah, so that that was that. Uh, now we have documentary short film, which went to the Elephant Whisperers. Great name. Honestly, Don't know anything about it. Sounds cool. It does sound cool. So great. <laughs> good good job, Elephant Whisperers. Uh, now we have best film editing, uh, which went to Everything Everywhere, which I totally support this win. Like, yeah. the editing in that film is bonkers. Like, yeah, they, I mean, the editing is like the the whole movie so so yeah it makes sense yeah and especially when they're when they're doing like when they're like crossing all the like multiverses and yeah the, they just the editing is everything to michelle's fucking character like that was just so impressive yeah definitely i would definitely not argue that one yeah, and I also thought like like a good runner up would have been Elvis because of the way uh-huh. it's structured. It 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 feel it feels like it doesn't feel really at all like a standard biopic. The way they lay out the events, it feels like, and we've talked about this before. Feels like almost like a graphic novel or like a comic book. Yeah. in the way that they're laying everything out. Mm-hmm. So I I thought that they did did a good job with that as well. Yeah, either one of those could have been interchangeable as a winner, and I would be totally fine with it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Elvis, too, is another one that, like, the editing is a big part of the movie, so it's kind of in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas, so. like, like Top Gun Maverick, I love that movie, but, like, I don't really, I didn't really notice the editing, you know? No, it's, yeah, that's, it's, like, such a, it's not, it's not prominent in that yeah. film. Which that one, too, Top Gun was another one. I don't, I don't think it won anything. No, I don't think so. But no, yeah. yeah. Uh, so now we have international feature film, which uh, went to All Quiet on the Western Front, right? Um, and uh, that that is, uh, you know what? Good on you, Germany. Have, have fun with that <laughs> one. I know a lot. Like I said, it was a good movie. I didn't see any yeah. of the other nominees, but it it was good. It's just, yeah, you know, war movies. Yeah. War, what is it good for? 
Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then RRR got snubbed, but it's okay cuz yeah. India fucked up and didn't even nominate their movie. But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's okay cuz me and my homies at the club were doing the Natu Natu like Absolutely. Day. I will say that what that part of the whole ceremony was a lot of fun. Yeah. When they did the dance, it was oh man, a lot of fun. Um so now we have Makeup and hairstyling, which went to the whale, which totally makes sense because, you know, the all the prosthetics on Brendan Fraser, everything. I mean, it was pretty fucking convincing. Yeah, was, like, I didn't know until the ceremony when they, like, explained it that it was all digital. Like, that was crazy to me. I, I thought it was, like, a fat suit like any other movie. And when they explained how they, like, created these new, tech, like, digital techniques to, like make change the way he looked i was like wow that that actually is very impressive yeah and the fact that it looked and i i saw like uh i forgot if it was before or after the ceremony but i remember seeing uh some sort of like magazine insert and they showed brendan fraser's character like a zoomed out shot of how he looked and i was like holy fuck yeah it's pretty crazy like uh it like i said i haven't i still haven't seen the whale but i i do really want to watch it mm-hmm yeah, I guess uh, I guess uh, Batman's haircut got snubbed for this uh, <laughs> category. But, yeah, uh, I mean, like like before, I knew that I wanted like Batman or Elvis or something to win, but after like learning about how they actually developed this new like technology for that, I was like, okay, I, I can understand why that won. Still not as impressive as Norbit, but we'll we'll, we'll no. table that conversation for another day. Maybe they'll use the same technology for Norbit too. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that is that is a golden opportunity. <laughs> to fucking do it. So uh, now we move on to music, best original score, which also went to All Quiet on the Western Front. I forgot this movie won three categories. I thought it only won yeah, two. I told you it won a lot of stuff. I thought it only won two. Um, okay, well, yeah, it was up against Babylon, Banshees, Everything Everywhere, The Fablemans. I mean, yeah, it, like you know, I haven't seen Fablemans or babylon but like everything everywhere and banshees like the standout things were not their music like yeah was, exactly so yeah. like i'm okay with this winning this category oh um, yeah yeah i mean the soundtrack was pretty cool like it has a that like reoccurring like those like three deep notes that's like a reoccurring motif throughout the movie so it it definitely is like a uh prominent part of the movie i can see why it won mm -hmm. yeah so uh for a movie that's supposed to be so quiet, you won for best music. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Makes you think. Got him. Got him. <laughs> so, so music, uh, best original song, uh, goes to Natu Natu, which is why they did what they did. But it was uh, definitely well-earned there. I actually thought Hold My Hand was going to take this. Um, or, I, or at least had a good shot at taking this. Yeah. I the The thing with Hold My Hand was like, that movie that that came out and like it was in the movie and everything, but like nobody was like listening to that song. <laughs> like nobody was yeah. talking about it really. No, that's um, true. I I guess I was kind of figuring it from like uh from a stance of just pure status. I suppose. Yeah, I, I thought maybe Lift Me Up was gonna win just because of Rihanna and like Black Panther and everything. Yeah, so but yeah, people were saying that too. Yeah. Absolutely loved the uh, the songwriters that that accepted the award for, for um uh original song they were hilarious the two dudes yeah yeah 
Uh, but yeah, not to. I'm glad not to not to one because we needed some representation from RRR. But yeah, uh, but yeah, just which that, that was the only category it was nominated in, and it did win. So yeah, so right or was it nominated Best Picture? Well, no, no, because they no they, it wasn't right. No, because okay. India did not nominate it right, for, right. for a selection. Uh, <laughs> good job, idiots. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, now we have. Best pick. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll say. I'll say best picture. Save that. Save best for last. Yeah. Uh, production <laughs> design also went to Quiet on the Western Front. Which that one too? It's like, I don't know. That to me, that's a very boring. It's very boring to give that to a war movie, because again, like you look at that versus something like Avatar, where it's like the production design is literally creating a world that does not exist. Mm-hmm. To me personally, that's just more impressive than creating a really good-looking war movie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of me almost would have thought Fablemans would have won that because, I mean, it's it's like almost just in of itself to have won a category. Like that. But you know, this again, like the Oscars in the past few years have have been like pleasantly surprising. In, in the curveballs that they throw. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I and I would say, like, a majority of, of these wins in general, like, I, I've, I'm okay with. Like, there's really nothing here that fucking would have really upset me. Like, maybe- yeah, there, there was at no point was I like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. Like, the closest was Jamie Lee Curtis, but I was like, yeah, it's just, like, political right. whatever right i was gonna say like she was probably the closest for me but even then i was like oh even but then, i love jamie yeah. like there's it's whatever yeah yeah uh now we have best animated short film uh which unfortunately blake was not my year of dicks and i'm really <laughs> you're gonna say that. and i'm really upset about that but it did yeah. go to the boy the mole the fox and the horse um didn't again, see it don't have an opinion on it nope I did hear that ostrich one was pretty good, actually, but I okay. haven't seen that either. Like I said, when we uh, like went through the nominees originally, I don't even know where I can watch these short films, so I I have no opinion. They just don't actually exist. We're being... Yeah. <laughs> uh, short film, live action, goes to An Irish Goodbye. So although Banshees didn't win for jack shit, at least there was Irish representation. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, it'd be funny if that short that's a short film that's like two minutes long and it's just a guy leaving somewhere without saying goodbye to anybody. I guarantee that's what it is. That's the whole movie. 100%. Yeah. Um, now we get to sound, which I, I did forget that Maverick won something because it won. Oh, yeah, sound. it did win. It won that one. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I mean, again, I got no problem with that. Yeah, I don't know enough about sound design to like have a strong opinion on it, but I thought Top Gun was a good movie. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, now, I know people were like, "Oh, how could Elvis not win a, the sound category?" And I'm just like, "Well, it doesn't necessarily mean it's yeah, just because it's a, just because music, right?" Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it it was cool to see Top Gun win anything because I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I um, loved that movie. And it was funny as hell that Tom Cruise didn't even show up to the Oscars. Yeah, and I I, I thought it was pretty ballsy for Kimmel to make the Scientology joke because, I, yeah, mean, I yeah. mean, how many eyeballs are on the Oscars? And, yeah, true. And, and, and the whole fucking... Um, 
everyone in Scientology is like always just stares at everything like a hawk. And and you're mm-hmm. talking about Tom Cruise, who is a man who has given them millions of dollars and is like kind of an integral part of their infrastructure. And so the fact that like Kimball was bashing on them, I'm surprised he didn't get fucking phone calls about it. That's uh, yeah. Well, it's also like you you forget like Tom Cruise is the most prominent, but there's a lot of other celebrities that are also Scientologists that were probably there. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we know that John Travolta was there. He presented, so yeah, he he was there. Um, I uh, yeah, his tribute to uh, Olivia Newton-John was nice. Um, and uh, I always forget. I always forget he's. I somehow always forget he's bald now. So like when I see, so when <laughs> I see him, I'm just, anything anymore. So I'm just like, wait, right? So I guess when he makes like one public appearance, like once yeah, a year, yeah, he's kind of like a recluse now. You don't see him very often. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, they, uh, they wheel him out. They take him out of the Scientology cave to <laughs> to present. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I also know, like, you know, when his when his wife died, I'm sure he was probably like, I don't want to fucking go anywhere. But yeah, yeah, yeah it, it it's so yeah. The the Kimmel stabbing at Scientology was a uh, very fun to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now we have visual effects, which, of course, Avatar won this. If I, Avatar did not win this one, I, I would have been pissed off. I still haven't seen it, and I would have been pissed. Like, how do you not? Yeah. Like, the movie literally created new technology. I was like, going to say, yeah, they invented, like, they're, it's the definition of, like, pioneering in the visual effects field. They're creating new visual effects. Right. So that. But, yeah, that, it did win. So That would have been absolutely wacky. That <laughs> I would I would but have you gotta watch you gotta watch it. I know I still man I've been slacking. I I really do have to get my ass to watch it because I mean it'll be in theaters for the next three years probably. So oh yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So um now we have best writing for adapted screenplay, which was women talking, and I really don't have much to say about this. Yeah. Although <laughs> it is true that women do be talking, so it's true. It's it's not really a shit. I I am glad that Glass Onion at least got a nod, but I, yeah. I knew it was probably not going to win. It's weird that they consider sequels adapted screenplay. I don't know how that. I guess because you're technically adapting the characters of a previous movie. I guess that's probably like the technicality. Because same with Top Gun, like it's weird that those are considered adapted screenplays. Yeah, I think it's I sequels. think it's anything that's been established before. Yeah. So they're like, okay, it's technically adapted. So, mm-hmm. but uh, but I just uh, I do declare. Yeah, I I just <laughs> I haven't seen women talking and uh, I mean I've seen women talking before, but just not this movie. But <laughs> I, I have seen them. Talking, I have seen a woman talk. Movie. I've seen a woman. I haven't. Well, that's what it's adapted from. It's adapted yeah. from real. <laughs> yeah, we we we're so intrigued by women talking. We made a whole movie about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's 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 adapted screenplay. So now we have original screenplay. Uh, which went to everything everywhere. Which um, uh, I guess I'm not really that surprised about considering how fucking yeah can't crazy argue it was. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, I did not see the Fablemans or Banshees, so I don't know. It, how good the screenplays for those were but you know everything everywhere was sweeping this year and it's like that's fine whatever they was sweeping they got the yeah. fucking broom dude and they was pushing it <laughs> across the fucking state but yeah anyway so this brings us to best picture which surprise surprise went to everything everywhere all at once 
which yeah i mean listen again it, it's it's one of those things where i i i like to see a movie this crazy and and not as conforming to you know stereotypical oscar standards win something like this um yeah because it, it just it, it it just it to me it like paves the way for people to just keep being fucking creative i always feel like mm-hmm. there's uh people who are so safe with their movies these days i mean luckily especially the past with few, the oscars right but luckily the past few years um people have been getting much more experimental which has made me happy uh but there was a long period of time where everything just felt super super safe uh, and, and now we're finally breaking out of our shell and saying hey we can do fun original shit and i'm sure people eat it up just keep one key element in mind don't fucking suck <laughs> and and i think uh, everything everywhere is is yeah. A, a prime example of that like even if like it's not since, to everyone's liking you know yeah i feel like since parasite one it's been much we've gotten like a little bit of more like creative movies kind of like in the spotlight at the oscars which is nice even if they don't win every year obviously like in between then you have coda and um nomadland which are like the most oscar movies ever but yeah. it's like that was the first one I that was the the most the last one I could think of that was really like a more out there movie that I don't think anybody would have expected to be an Oscar movie win and this one just like further pushed it in that direction which I liked it's it's nice to see like you said like just these weird weirder movies um being recognized and also like I said before it's I think a lot of people had this as their favorite movie of the year so it's nice that like that's the one that won, you know. I don't think anybody's favorite movie of you know 2021 was Coda. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's, it's like this time it's like all right, like it wasn't my number one movie of the year, but I know it was a lot of people's number one movies of the year, so it's like it's nice that they are acknowledging movies that people are actually seeing for a change. Yeah. Very very well said. Um I just hope uh I I'm hoping that we just get like real fucking stupid nominations in the future. Like let's just let's just go full idiocracy. Yeah, let's go Dream full six. idiocracy with the Oscars. <laughs> it, it, it's give me give me like Leprechaun Nine on the ballot. Best, best Picture nominees are gonna be Scream Six, Megan, um, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> which 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 surprisingly I I was going to. Watch that movie just out of gross obligation because, like, D&D stuff. Oh, yeah. It's D&D stuff. I'm like, okay, why not? But I've been hearing good things, which is... I Yeah, I was going to see it no matter what because yeah. I love D&D, but it's good to hear that it might actually be pretty good. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it, I, it looks fun. Like, the you know what it is? The main thing with, like, a Dungeons & Dragons movie is that you have to understand that Dungeons & Dragons, like gets dumb when you're playing it and that's what like makes it fun Mm. so uh, it can't be a serious movie right and like a lot of people don't realize the influence Dungeons and Dragons as a whole has had on all sorts of media you know people are like oh like D&D like it's just 
why would they make it a movie based on the game? Like, isn't it just the game? It's like, no, I mean, like, there's a lot of fucking shit that would not exist if it mm-hmm. was not for the influence of D&D. So um, that's why I'm willing to give these things a shot because, I mean, this one is very on the nose about it being yeah. D&D. But, like, there's plenty of things that, you know, it's it just don't discount because it's, like, maybe it may be based on things. But that's the beauty of it, too, is, like, you could just adapt your own shit. Like, I'm in the, I'm in the very – I don't think I've ever talked about this, but I'm in the very, very slow process of writing a book based on my D&D campaign. So I didn't not, even know that. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I why well, it started a couple years ago. I I think I got like 30 or 32 pages in. Um but it, it's it's one of those things where I had so much else going on at the time that I didn't want to try to prioritize something I wasn't giving 100% of my energy towards. So I decided mm-hmm. to throw it on the back burner and then when I'm committed and ready I'm going to lock myself in my room and and do absolutely nothing because i got this piece of advice i read an interview jordan peele did i think like two years ago where he was like someone asked him like what's your writing process like how how you how you do this good shit he's like uh and granted i know he kind of comes from a place of more privilege because he's allowed time and freedom to write these projects as opposed to people who like either have tough deadlines or have a rough life but you know peel said something that really resonated with me he's like like it's as simple as i write when i'm in the mood to write and i want to write like if i ever have writer's block or something like i'm gonna go just take a walk or hang out with my family or do an activity that will open up my mind. And then I come back to it. And it's like, it sounds so dumb, right? Cause it's like, yeah, of course you would do that. But, but it is true. Cause like for so long I, I would harp on myself and be like, I gotta work. I gotta work. And if I'm not going to be happy with the quality of it, then I'm certainly not going to worry about the quantity of it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's why I decided to just put it on the back burner. But, yeah, point being is that D&D adapted stuff can work incredibly well. So, I, yeah, I, and obviously the movie is kind of going uh, full speed with the comedy. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it regardless, but... Um, I'm trying to think of what else is coming out kind of soonish. Oh yeah, the John the new Wick. E- John Wick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I still have to. I still have to watch the third one. Um. Oh, and speaking of which, uh, we just lost Lance Reddick, man. I know. That... Cra- literally, John Wick comes out this Friday, and he just died. Like that's so crazy. Yeah, sixty years old. It's not even that old. No, it's young as hell. Yeah, and. uh uh, I'm glad they didn't suspect foul play or anything. Um, yeah, I'm very, I'm curious as to what the hell happened. Like, I, yeah, I don't know, but because yeah. he was like, I saw people post like he was like active on social media until like the night before he died. So like, yeah, he, he wasn't w- like sick. He was playing Destiny two the night. Yeah, he died. Yeah. Like, so it's yeah, man, rest in peace. He was. I loved Lance Wright because he was able to like, you know, most actors are kind of. Um, typecasted and, and they and they uh-huh. play certain roles really well but lance could like kind of do a little bit of everything 
Yeah. And, and I appreciated how he could just take on a role and be that role. So, yeah, I mean, fucking rest in peace. That That is very sad. Um, but, yeah, let's... Uh, let's uh, Let's let's brighten it up a little bit. I'm trying to think. Yeah, so new John Wick. That's and they're saying it's like the best in the series. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, and I, I, and I love soon. and I love Donnie Yen. So I'm yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, oh, yeah. oh, we got um, what? Is, there's something else in April that I was excited for that I can't remember what the hell it is. Are you now. gonna see the new Evil Dead? Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited for the new Evil Dead. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I am excited to see it. I'm going to treat it as something that is mostly just writing the name of Evil Dead, and then it's it's just going to maybe have a trickle-down effect on me where because I'm enjoying the reference to the universe, it will make me enjoy the movie a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it looks very in vain with the 2013 one, which I like the 2013 one, so I'm not, you know, I'm I'm excited for that. Right. Um, we got Super Mario Brothers comes out in April. Oh yeah, April 5th, I think. Yeah. yeah. Same day, um, the the Matt Damon Ben Affleck Nike movie comes out, which looks kind of good. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> weird, weird to compete with Super Mario Brothers, but whatever. <laughs> it is weird, but we'll see. Yeah. What else we got? Well, we got Dune at some point. Yeah, who knows when. Yeah, oh, we got a uh, Renfield. I'm excited for that. That's yeah. April 14. Yes. Oh, Renfield. That looks good. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Evil Dead is April 21st. Uh, Guy Ritchie's new movie comes out that day, too, which mm. I have not heard anything about, but Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Right. Yeah. Uh, is that it for... April, I think so. Oh, yeah, and then May, obviously, you start getting into the summer movies, Guardians of the Galaxy, Fast and Furious. Um, what else comes out? The Little Mermaid comes out in May. Not that I'm planning to see that, but it does come <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, Spider Verse is supposed to be in June, as long as it doesn't get delayed. Yeah, I think um, it might get delayed. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, Boogeyman, the Stephen King adaptation, comes out in June, which that looks pretty cool. The The trailer is pretty creepy if you haven't seen it. No, I, I actually haven't seen it. No. it. It looks pretty good. It's a good Stephen King story. It's like, you know, very loosely adapted. But anytime there's a new King movie, I'm, I'm going to see it. Uh, and then June 16th, you got The Flash. Indiana Jones is the end of uh, June. So... Yeah, some good stuff. This is going to be a good summer for movies. Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Barbie, Haunted Mansion. Yo, Barbie, yo, we need eight <laughs> tickets to see Barbie. Me and the boys are pulling through. <laughs> so, yeah, there's going to be some good stuff this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but more, most importantly, the Paw Patrol movie in September. Yeah, fucking day one, dude. <laughs> that's, that's my shit. Yeah, so I got some good stuff to look forward to. And we might talk about it, you know? We talk about movies sometimes. Nah, we're not talking about them. I have we're not been... talking about any of them. Blake, now that we're on the, <laughs> on the air, I'd like, to, I'd like to just let you know that I'm thinking we're going to steer the direction of this podcast more towards a discussion about Parcheesi. 
I think I think I get is, is there yeah, a plane? I guess is there a part cheesy podcast? I, I, part cheesy pod. That's gonna be or part, pod cheesy. Pod cheesy. <laughs> Yo. Your podcast, bro. We are the fucking. We are the prime <laughs> pod about part cheesy. We could be the number one part cheesy podcast in the world just by the fact that we would be the only one. Dude, we could quarter the part cheesy market. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, um, yeah, so those were the Oscar wins, and uh I'll say like overall, th- this felt like one of the most harmless of the ceremonies. Yeah. Like, like I almost everything... feel like it was a little too safe. Like there was nothing not that it needs to be controversial, but it was like I don't know, I didn't feel like I feel like it was the Oscars like ended and nobody was really like talking about it immediately after. Like, because there wasn't really any big wins or, or there wasn't really any big um, upsets or anything. So it was like, yeah, you know. Yeah, it just it kind good. of ended. Yeah. Yeah. Just like nothing, nothing in particular. No slaps. No slaps. Plenty, plenty of discussion about the slaps. Yeah. No slaps. I do. I do like at the end of the ceremony, Kimmel's walking backstage and he flips the counter that says like, abuse incidents on the oscars and, and he <laughs> yeah a, yeah <laughs> so. it's crazy like I, I wonder what it was like like will smith watching from home well because like, i he wasn't there so well i read an article that was like uh oh no i'm sorry i'm not not the oscars i was thinking about that uh i watched that chris rock special Oh, was that good? i haven't seen it yet it was yeah um it was there were a few jokes See, like, it, it kind of falls into this uh, this weird trend of old legendary comics who kind of have to take a minute and speak on some some of the, you know, sociopolitical commentary of now, like cancel mm-hmm. culture and things like yeah. that. So there were a few moments in the special I'm just like, okay, like, we could... But overall, it was a very strong special from him. And he mm-hmm. dedicated the last 10 minutes of it to the slap because he. He hasn't whole, really talked about right, it. Right. The whole year, he did not utter a peep about the slap. So he dedicated yeah. 10 minutes talking about Will Smith. And he did it in in a way that almost oddly felt graceful. Like he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like you fucking little scumbag, but he did. <laughs> I mean, some of the shit he was talking about was uh, there were some good digs. Like he was talking about when uh, Will was on Emancipation, and he's like, "I wanted Master to keep beating you and shit. Like I wanted, I rewind it so he could keep whipping you." I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like that. Um, and then yeah, I mean, like, and then calling out the obvious nature of like. Why were you mad at me, dude? Like, I grew up loving you. Like, he took a second to acknowledge how much he loved and respected Will for so many years because, quite frankly, Will Smith did play a pivotal part in, like, like kind of... What's the best way to put this? Just American culture. Like Amer- American culture and and black culture, you know, fresh and entertainment, Prince, fresh yeah. Prince being like the bit, and of course next to the, the 
Cosby show, which we won't discuss, but like <laughs> Fresh Prince really was like like entering into a new world of media and it was great to see it get such recognition and then and then Chris is like, Yeah, so I don't understand like why you're being a bitch about it. like you yeah. you're, you're hitting the it's wrong very, you're hitting the wrong yeah, people, a, you know? It's a very bizarre thing like to be because you know what it is it's it's an unusual thing to be like a disgraced celebrity nowadays and it not be for like getting like canceled in like the traditional sense of like doing something really heinous it's like just doing something so like embarrassing and like uncalled for that like to be disgraced for that is like not it's just unusual <laughs> yeah no it's, it's it's a good way to put that because it's not it's like how does he come back it, but... from that like how do you come back from that <laughs> yeah i mean it wasn't like it wasn't cancel culture that like ruined your your career it was you it was a stupid thing that you did on tv yeah so it's yeah. like very strange it the whole thing is it still is strange but yeah so strange but yeah and i remember seeing people talk about like oh how how could chris punch low at will like he's just stupid at his level i'm like motherfucker do you punch like, low like where do you you can't get can't get much higher than <laughs> like for, like first of all chris took that punch like a fucking champ like he was on say and people might not realize this but will smith is a strong dude and he's <laughs> also taller and bigger than chris rock so motherfucker walked up to him slapped him and he just stood there he's like you know what? i'm gonna remain well, professional i'm a key well, it's probably cool. shock also like i don't think that anybody expected that was what was about to happen so he no. probably didn't even like yeah. think about it it was like wait what just happened <laughs> right i i would i would definitely attribute a lot of it to shock but the fact of the matter is the dude still took it like a champ and he was just like okay cool like well, that's why Chris Rock's not disgraced from it. He's right. fine. If anything, he got a fucking second career from it. I mean, yeah, it, he went on tour shortly after, and his ticket prices skyrocketed like three hundred percent. Like, yeah. So you know what? Good for him. It's like people who are trying to engage in this discord. It's such a bullshit. It's like, first of all, the dude got hit for no reason. <laughs> For being a comedian. And second yeah. of all, he didn't speak about it for an entire year. And yeah. of course, a comedian is going to talk about it on their stand-up special. That's their yeah. entire fucking profession. So, like, <laughs> yeah, motherfucker could talk about it all he wants. And he chose to be respectful and professional that entire year. And, and, just, and just unleash on the special, which, by the way, was totally deserved. On mm -hmm. Will's behalf, it's like, yeah, you did a punk bitch thing, so he's gonna he's gonna slap back, you know. So and yeah. is what and I saw a thing, I saw an article like Will was like, oh, I'm hurt by his special. I'm like, well, he was hurt by your fucking slap, you moron. Like, <laughs> like, like, I don't understand how anyone could look at what Chris Rock did and even compare it to what yeah. Will did to him. It's like, yeah. it's like grow up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's also you know? just funny. Like now forever every time we talk about the oscars like it's always going to be brought up like it will never not be brought up yeah 100 um, <laughs> percent. it's just ingrained in like the oscars now that that happened yeah you, you're you're literally never going to be able to say the word oscars without someone thinking of the slap 
It, yeah, just, absolutely. It, yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, which a great marketing campaign by the Academy yeah. Awards, honestly. Yeah, you're right. What if they orchestrated the slap? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the new conspiracy. Yeah. There's a there's a second slapper. <laughs> there's a <second> slapper. <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, like. If you look really closely at the footage and you play it in slow-mo, <laughs> it's actually Kevin Hart who dives in front and fucking laughs. <laughs> no one saw it coming. It's, it's true. But yeah, um so yeah, overall, uh, in conclusion, I was uh I was pretty happy with this Oscars. It was uh Yeah. It was pretty yeah, cool. it was pretty non controversial one. There's not much to like argue about it. Yeah, for for once I was like, Oh my god, I it was a cool ceremony. I could walk out of it with like a positive experience and be like, mm-hmm. wow, maybe I don't hate the Oscars. Like maybe they're yeah. just okay now, <laughs> but you just hope that they're moving in the right direction. This year yeah. definitely seemed like that. Like, like I said, a lot of the movies nominated were movies people actually saw and loved this year, which is unfortunately rare for the Oscars. So it's like, I hope that they keep up with that next year. Yeah, and as long as they keep up with that, they keep the same format, mm-hmm. I think we're good to go. I think they'll keep yep. high viewership because I think this Oscars had some of the highest viewership in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only thing that they need to do is make it a little bit earlier for the East Coast viewers. Dude, I know. It, feel, it feels like I'm watching the fucking Super Bowl, and it's like, I know. Can we like, please it, there's no early? reason. It's, like, it's on a Sunday. Like, started at fucking 12. Who cares? Yeah, or even like five. Yeah, just a little earlier. Yeah, we don't need. Yeah, like... we're on the east coast. Obviously, on the west coast, they it, it's the time is different. But like for us, it's like to end the show at like almost midnight is like come on. Yeah, I so roll... unnecessary. Yeah, to roll right into bed after that, I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, but you know that's just small complaint. But uh, we complain. But yeah, uh, Oscars, uh, movies, proof that sometimes movies are good. So I'm I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. So. You're happy. I'm happy. So we'll be happy together. But yeah, um, so this has been the Silver Screen Fiends podcast. I've been Sam. I've been Blake. Oh, actually, I've been Sarah. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. And I've been Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> next time we come at you, we'll probably be talking about the new Scream. So look forward yes, to Yes, I hope so. Yeah. And if Fun you haven't stuff. seen it by then, uh, listen and spoil it. it who cares? Who <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck laughs> needs a movie? But anyway, uh, everyone have a good uh, morning evening wherever you are in the world i'll talk to you later (laughs) bye bye